0: Welcome to the Broadcast Dialogue Podcast, the show all about the media industry in Canada.
1: Hi, everyone. How's everybody doing? I think we can all agree that the last week to 10 days have been challenging and weird, and a lot of us will probably look back on this time as kind of defining I started self-isolating last Friday and so I had a lot of time to think about getting a podcast together this week. And so as things unfolded and Farah Nasser started broadcasting from her backyard and I saw other former colleagues move their radio shows into ad hoc home studios, I thought it might be nice to hear how everyone is feeling about things. I mean, we're in a really social business. My only guideline for this was how are you adapting and a few themes quickly emerged the first is innovation that this is an opportunity for radio and tv to try new things and be creative in our approach and the second thing that was impressed upon me is how many of you see what you do as a public service and that in these times of social distancing what you're hearing from listeners and viewers is that the connection that local radio and TV provides is vital. I think a lot of broadcasters over the past couple of years have felt benched by the rise of all things online and on demand. And so if you were waiting to be tapped on the shoulder and called into the game, this is it. There are a lot of talented people both in front of and behind the mic who graciously agreed to share their thoughts this week but i'm gonna start with adam wilde from virgin radio in toronto because he hits on a few recurring points one of the most important being you're only as good as the risks you're willing to take and how the morning show team he's a part of has been given the freedom to do that
2: hey it's adam Wild, 99.9 9 virgin radio in toronto we're a chr format um, i host uh, the morning show along with uh Jax Irwin and T.J. O'Halloran and uh, producer Jesse Blake as well. It's called Virgin Mornings with Adam Wilde, T.J. and Jax. And it's been a crazy week for us here. I realize that there's lots of stations that are still in studio. Uh, we made the decision early to, to, to kind of jump on it, set an example and self-isolate. And so the way we've done that is, um, you know, everybody's broadcasting from home on the station and we on the morning show are broadcasting from my home. But when everybody walks in, there's no hugs, there's no high fives, there's nothing. It's just us in the room about a meter apart. And at least we can sort of be in the room um, we 've also made the commitment to be isolated outside of this um, nobody 's going to see their family nobody 's having anybody over. Nobody leaves the house unless it 's groceries or something from the pharmacy and then you get right back home and you know I might get out for a walk with my dogs, but even then i 'm sort of keeping it as uh, uh, as away from people as possible, which is very strange and One of the things that we believe that we need to provide for people is a counterbalance to all the the seriousness there 's a lot of A lot of tough news in the world right now, frankly. Um, There's a lot of things that, you know, our friends at News Talk 1010 have to report, which are not fun to hear. And by the way, I just have to say they are doing such a phenomenal job. You talk about an essential service, and I know that, uh, you know, people don't necessarily view radio that way, but they get the message out there. They are on everything right away. All the information is clear and concise and amazing. So, you know, we believe that they are leading the charge on this one, and it's our job on Virgin Radio to be the counterbalance um, to provide some of the good news in the world, we've added a feature that is, is all about some positive things that we're hearing. Anytime there's great stress in the world, there will be great positives as well. And that's sort of, uh, that's sort of our thinking is that you know, if, if people need a, a breather, a break from the news cycle, which we do, um, you know, I'm watching CP24 and CTV News Channel and, and CNN all day trying to keep up on what's going on because it changes hourly. It becomes a little overwhelming. So it's nice for us to be able to say, okay, but hold on a sec here. All of that stuff is happening and it's very serious, but there's also some amazing things, amazing human things. Um, that are happening because of that. You know, we're people, communities coming together um, and uh, people, you know, jumping on this self-isolation thing and the creative ways that especially millennials and Gen Xers are are uh, figuring out. Like I mean, we were talking about a, a self-isolation dance party that goes on in Toronto out of the app called Zoom, which is basically a conference call app. And we were talking about that yesterday and something that goes down on like Friday and Saturday nights, which is so cool. And the other thing for us is we're a very digital heavy show. Uh, that's part of our audience is. Uh, they're on Instagram, they're on Twitter, they're on TikTok. So, one of our things is, as a show and as a station, we are on video all the time. We record a lot of our breaks, we post a lot of our breaks, and so we are putting all of our stuff online. And, and because we're broadcasting out of my house, um, <coughs> excuse me, that's not a COVID cough, by the way, that's a dry cough. Um, the, uh, we brought our camera equipment with us and we're able to go live to Instagram when we're not on the air. Uh, and we're able to kind of look at um, our situation and, and, and sort of challenge ourselves to do something completely different, which is kind of cool. So that's the that's the thing that we're most excited about is is the ability to challenge what we used to do. And anytime you're in a situation like this, you have to look at things differently than you previously did. And you know, I tremendous credit to our our um, our program director Karen Steele for allowing us to try new things, you know, cause most times in a situation like this, it's sort of like everybody clamps down and, you know, follow the rules and, and we have to do these things. Whereas Karen's done the opposite. She said, listen, it's time to get creative guys. Show me what you got. Let's go. And, um, and our producer, Jesse Blake, you know, the first day that we did the show from my house, he walked in and said, you know, we're going to be able to do this on Instagram live and, uh, on Twitter on Periscope. And we said, what do you mean? Like you just post a video? And he said, no, 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 we'll be able to go live, which is great because then you're gonna get, you get a bunch of people interacting with you at at all times. And I think that is uh, such a cool thing that we can do with our listeners. And it's a little thing, but it's something that it just, it gives you that connection point. You know, even if, even if it's 10 people, it's 10 more people than you would have connected with before. And that, to me, makes it worthwhile. So that's sort of what we're doing right now. And again, every hour, it changes. You know, As we know with the news cycle, everything is changing all the time, especially now. It feels like we've lived a couple years in the last week, and it will continue to change, and we think it's going to be a little wonky for a while. So we're going to do our very best to provide the lighter side of life and give people something fun to watch and hopefully watch and listen of course and hopefully we get through this sooner than we think and hopefully we get through this as healthy as we possibly can and um if you're listening to this thanks so much and and wishing you and your family all the health and happiness hi my name is Makai Taggart
3: and I am the regional news director for global news in Ontario and the COVID-19 outbreak has challenged our newsroom in ways that we have never been challenged before and has forced us to all rethink the jobs we do uh, and the way we do them. It has been a, um, a difficult time for our newsroom, especially because we've been uniquely impacted uh, by the virus, but it's also been a time when we've seen people uh, show incredible creativity and incredible, and incredible resolve uh, in the face of adversity. I think the biggest challenge has been to reimagine the way that we gather our news on a daily basis, taking steps to ensure that our field crews are as safe and as healthy as possible, uh, and everything from how we conduct interviews to how we go about assigning our our field crews has had to change. We've we've had success with continuing to be able to deliver our audience with the information they need on a daily basis, and we've had to open ourselves up to dispensing with the way that news is conventionally supposed to be done. And I use air quotes because I think that at the core of what we do, it's about sharing with our audience news and information from their community and reflecting back on our community what people are facing. And seeing our anchors and our weather forecasters and our reporters filing in some cases from home is actually giving our audience a sense of, of understanding that we get what they are going through because we're going through the same thing. So I think that ultimately we, we like everybody, hope to return to normal uh, in, in the near future. But if anything, what we'll walk away from this experience with is the knowledge that we can be adaptable in ways we never thought possible um, and that we can still deliver our core Uh, service to our audience, despite having to leave behind the the ways and the methods we've always been taught to produce news. So I think like everybody throughout this crisis, we're trying to be positive, we're trying to be optimistic, uh, and we're trying to continue on as best we can while making sure that the safety and the health of our staff and our community remains a top priority.
4: Hi, I'm Barbara Williams, the executive vice president at CBC, uh, and happy to give you a quick sense of what it's been like for us here. Wow, the last 10 days, gosh, it just seems like it was 10 weeks ago now. You know, it was only 10 days ago and I was packing for Saskatoon to head to the Junos. And then, well, I wasn't. We pulled an all-nighter exploring different scenarios for the various events and ultimately still hoping to somehow put the big show on Sunday night. And we had only just finally landed on the option of doing the Junos live, but without the audience. And then, well, that had to change. And we got word very late that we were just going to have to cancel the show altogether. It was a really hard night for all of us and for Karis and for Saskatoon and all the musicians and, and artists. And of course, all our music fans across the country. And then things just kept moving really fast from there. And as I'm sure it has been for everyone else in our industry, it has just been an unrelenting, frenetic pace ever since. Working through programming scenarios for our schedules. We now have movie night in Canada instead of hockey night in Canada. We have last Sunday's Shits Creek Marathon. We have an expanded kids offer, programming all morning long for kids now. And of course, endless amounts of super important news coverage. You know, I just can't say enough about the work of our journalists across the country. I could not be more proud of them as they continue to work flat out for Canadians, giving them the most comprehensive news we possibly can while we deal with strains on our own people and our production resources. Our staff are understandably very anxious as we all try to navigate through these crazy and unprecedented times. So it's not one day at a time, It's one hour at a time, and we know you're all dealing with this too, so we wish everyone stay safe.
5: Hi there, I'm James Peters. I am the assistant news director for CFJC TV and radio in Kamloops, BC. We have uh, one person in our newsroom who is in isolation, and uh, interestingly enough, it's our news director who happened to be on a uh, a golf weekend in Las Vegas uh, this last weekend, got back on Monday. Uh, He is not experiencing any symptoms, but because he was uh, out of the country, our uh, company has uh, ensured that he will stay home for a period of 14 days. We are having uh, meetings every morning with him over the phone to kind of lay out what's happening uh, in the day. And uh, it's, it's definitely interesting times. You know, we've I think all of us have said at one time or another that uh, this past week or so has been uh, the longest month of our careers. Uh, we are seeing news break and news change at an incredibly uh, quick pace. Uh, you know, I've been in the business myself about 20 years, and I don't think I've seen a story uh, that has evolved so quickly uh, as has uh, COVID-19. I think our newsroom is doing uh, relatively well in terms of uh, keeping our, our mental health well. Uh, you know, it's, it's a strain on all of us. You can tell that the stress level is high. The anxiety level is very high. Um, but, you know, I, I you know, want to remind everybody that uh, at this time we are doing our best when we are simply conveying information, uh, factual information in uh, the best way we can. We've received a lot of compliments from our audience, whether it's online or our television viewing audience or or radio listening audience, uh, that the coverage has been clear and uh, that the messaging uh, is is easily understood. Uh, And I think that's uh, right now that's simply what we strive for is is, uh, clarity in this uh, really uncertain time. Hey, we are Taz and Jim. We do a radio morning show. You can hear
6: us on FM 96 in London, Ontario, and Y 108 in Hamilton, Ontario. And uh, Jim, I think we were one of the first radio shows to self quarantine, right?
7: Yeah, we started Monday. I've seen a few more people do it since then, but we, bright and early Monday, were broadcasting from our homes.
6: And the reason is we had this great promotion going on where we brought listeners down to Margaritaville Resort in Fort Lauderdale. We ran a big contest and and had winners come down with us. And luckily, the winners got out earlier than we did. By the time we got home, the government was recommending a self-quarantine. So our bosses said, do not come to work for the next 14 days minimum. We'll drop off a tie line for each of you on your front porches. We set those up in our offices, in our homes, and that's how we've been doing the show, communicating with each other uh, over a Facebook video message every morning so we can give each other hand signals, read read our facial expressions, stuff like that. Uh, we've got an operator back at the radio station who's helping us out, uh, computers to use use Adobe with, cutting audio, stuff like that. So it, it's kind of business as usual, but obviously there are some challenges doing a show from your own home. And I've got young children who wake up around 7.30 every morning. And uh, this is some audio of something that happened while we were talking about uh, Canada's response to coronavirus on our show the other morning. He was asked about closing the board, said it's something that they're talking about between Canada and the United States. So it seems like something that
8: Nobody.
3: both countries are very reluctant at this point to uh, to do that.
6: No, but sorry, guys, hold on a second. You got to keep the door closed, OK? Well... What's up? Come here. What did you say?
9: I need to go poo.
6: You need to go poo? Yeah. Well, then go. You know where the toilet is? Where's Mommy? Okay, can you go poo by yourself? Or do you need Daddy? You need me? Okay. Well, we knew this was one of the risks of doing the show from home guys uh thank you dev first of all thank you but i think we're gonna have to take a break here um (laughs) i've got a three-year-old who needs to uh who needs to use the washroom and i i gotta keep an eye on him to make sure he doesn't use too much toilet paper okay
0: (laughs) my name is farah Nasser. i co-anchor the evening news on global in toronto And this week, I'm doing something that I never would have imagined doing just a few weeks back, which is co-anchoring the newscast from my backyard, a broadcast journalist working from home. (laughs) Those uh, two terms don't usually go together, but here we are, and we're doing it in a way that's as safe as possible. My cameraman, Max Trotta, comes uh, early, he sets up lights, he sets everything up, And then, I don't touch anything, Uh, I go and sit on uh, a stool from my home in my backyard. Max is behind a a short fence, and he's about six feet away from me, filming uh, while uh, I broadcast uh, no, nothing fancy, no teleprompter, no tent, no lighting guy, nothing like that. It's just a bare bones setup, but I think our viewers completely understand. Uh, and it's been quite a surreal experience because inside uh, my family, my little kids are watching the newscast and for the first time they... Kind of have an idea of what I do which is which is pretty neat we've really had to adapt uh, in this very unusual extraordinary time uh, but it's it's really been all hands on deck and I'm so incredibly proud of our team uh, for its resiliency and quick thinking and problem solving and everybody putting their hand up to offer help in any way that we can while we're all working from home it, it's actually quite impressive how quick things have, have turned around and how quick we've done things. And I, I don't know how long this is gonna last. I'm in, I'm in self-isolation for 14 days. I think we're on day fifty five as I speak. Um, but uh, it, it just goes to show uh, the will and the understanding of how important uh, our business is at a time like this. It's a public service in a way. And we're leading by example. People seeing us social distancing and staying home and working from home has already inspired others to do so. So I'm just really, really thankful and proud of our team. Hi,
8: Connie. It's Laverne from Golden West Radio. We have 40-some stations across the Prairie Provinces and northwestern Ontario. And uh, we jumped into this whole social isolation sort of thing with, uh, in response to COVID-19 quite quickly. We started moving on this last week. And uh, we've moved most of our staff uh, to home offices and to other locations and in including sales, accounting, traffic, production department, and of course on air. And uh, for on air, using a combination of tie lines uh, going live, uh, we've got Burley that we can dispatch to from uh, remote locations. And we're even doing production in, in people's home studios. And for the most part, we've, uh, we've got just skeleton staff at our different centers. Uh, trying to limit any office or any studio that is being used to one person only in there to the point of having their name on that door so nobody else goes in and in the in a few cases where we do have to share a studio uh, between people then that studio the equipment keyboards and everything are properly cleaned before and after every shift. What has made all of this more challenging for us is the fact that uh, because of the The heightened security on all things IT related. Anything coming in via the internet, the security just has been ramped up so much just within the last year that that makes all of this more of a challenge than it would have been even a year ago. But having said that, those of us that have been around in this business for a while, all we have to do is try to imagine this scenario 20 years ago and we have to very quickly acknowledge that this our technology for today, of today, makes this a whole lot simpler than what it would have been back then. So, our, have we got everything perfect? No, there will be little bumps and glitches along the way, but uh, we think we're in pretty good shape for the weekend and uh, prepared to run this, uh, ride this out for as long as it takes.
10: Hey, it's Christian Hall, National Program Manager for Harvard Broadcasting and Program Director of X92.9. So, uh, where to start? I guess, like all stations, it's kind of madness out there. We've uh, taken our digital campaigns and we've uh, flipped them to a wash your hands, take care campaign that is uh, currently running and will continue to run for at least the the next uh, four to six weeks and we'll Revisit the campaign about updating it as we move forward Um, on air. uh, We've been pretty solid We've managed to close our buildings to all non-essential who can work from home. We haven't taken that step yet of Broadcasting from outside the radio station Uh, It's a pretty closed situation that we've got so the jocks are are still broadcasting from the uh, from the studios for the time being, uh, we do have a plan in play like I'm sure most stations do. All outside work has clearly all been cancelled and we've really started focusing our efforts on how we can help the local business community. And uh, the one thing we did was we launched corporately a campaign called Come Together, which is a clear message of in this time of social distancing, it's more important ever to come together and support local business. and. Um, A lot of businesses are flat out closed, so the only way they could possibly have any cash flow right now is if they offer online gift cards. So we've opened up a portal to allow all businesses to uh, promote the fact that they do have online gift cards. The idea is to buy it, put cash in those business owners' pockets now, and then use the business cards later once the stores are all reopened, once we're out of this. Um, We're also promoting which businesses are still operating online in either a delivery or a takeout or a curbside or just um, selling product and delivering it to homes. Uh, And we just launched that actually today. Good luck to everybody out there.
9: Hi, this is Sean Turner. I'm the uh, brand manager for the country stations that Bayshore Broadcasting owns. We, like everyone else, are still trying to find our way around this whole COVID-19 thing, uh, both in the actual radio station buildings that we own and with the information that we pass along on the air. Now, one thing we do know is that we need to find unique ways to reach people and help our sales department in these uncertain times. One thing we came up with involved one of our announcers. His name is uh, Tommy Gillum. He hosts our Saturday evening show. Now, Tommy uh, doesn't have a broadcasting background. Instead, he's a musician and a very talented one at that. We decided uh, to do our own version of what a whole bunch of artists are doing, a Facebook Live concert. So on Friday, March 27th at 2 p.m., Tommy is going to be doing a half-hour concert on all four of our Country Station Facebook pages. We're calling it Tommy Gillum, the Social Distance Tour, of course. And already we have two sponsors for it. We're also working hard at trying to pass along good news, happy things on the air. For over a year, we've done a a local hero feature once a week. It's a feel-good kind of thing where we highlight one person and something they did for someone else. This is the kind of thing we're trying to do more of to help lift people up in these trying times.
7: My name is Anthony Farnell. I'm the chief meteorologist at Global News. And I have been in self-isolation since the beginning of last week. So this is almost 10 days now. Yeah, it's a little bit lonely, but I've got my new routine set up here. I come up to the attic where I have an office I can actually log in remotely to my weather system back at uh, Global News. And I can create all of these maps that I would normally do in a regular day, put them in order, make my forecast, and then actually go out onto my balcony and through my iPhone and a selfie stick, I can record a broadcast that looks great. And it shows up on the 5.30 and 6 o'clock news. And now we've just started uh, adding the noon news as well. So it's actually basically... Business as usual for me. The only difference is I'm at home, so I don't have that commute into work. But uh, it did take some getting used to, and I'm very anxious. Hopefully, uh, down the road, we're going to be able to return to more of a a normal workflow and and a normal lifestyle. But for now, I'm making the best from my home weather center up in my attic.
11: I'm Lana Gay, host of Afternoon Drive on Indy 88 in Toronto. How are you handling these strange, unprecedented times? Well, rules were changing fast as far as social distancing and self-isolation. I found myself having to self-isolate for four days. And I really went squirrely and I was trying to search out distractions and came up with the idea of something called indoor recess, which is just a daily post of suggestions of things to do and watch. And also people in places to help out during these times. It is overwhelming. And I think the good in this is that the sense of community is growing and the need to prioritize compassion as well. I am back on air and people are calling and texting in and there is this need for connection. I mean, there always has been. But now uh, it's a bit different. Uh, It's different than it was before. And while we, you know, are in the beginnings of this, there are those funny moments to share. It is a time of stress, obviously, and, and mass adjustment you know, on my last day of self-isolation, the first thing I said out loud was, I like baths now. To my coffee cup, you know, it's it's that <laughs> that is a reminder to check in on your self-isolating friends. To find out that someone else shares your favorite stress-eating snack of dipping an entire chocolate bar into a jar of peanut butter. Or even, you know, talking about trying to figure out how to online date without actually being near someone within two meters for potential weeks or months. I mean, there is some comedy in there. I've started walking over an hour to work and back, which has been kind of like playing human dodgeball. But as a host, you know, we are the only people coming into the office. And this usually bustling space that is in D88 is empty. And my social company is now disinfectant wipes and hand sanitizer. So a little levity, you know, will help you get through the darkness I'm grateful to have a platform and the ability to entertain, but also inform. And the audience, I'm grateful to have you on the other end of the line or site or platform, too. And I know I'm not a healthcare professional. I'm not stocking shelves, not on the front lines. Those are the folks that need the praise and the love and the support. But if providing company is helping anyone out there, I'm also grateful to be part of that as well.
1: Thanks for listening everyone. I want to thank Adam Wilde, Makai Taggart, Barb Williams, James Peters, Taz and Jim, Farah Nasser, Laverne Siemens, Christian Hall, Sean Turner, Anthony Farnell, and Lana Gay. I also need to thank Jamie Jensen at Chorus Communications in Toronto who've really got the ball rolling on this. Eleni Tenuta at Bell and Chuck Thompson at CBC. If your station or newsroom has found creative ways to respond to all of this, we want to tell your stories at Broadcast Dialogue so email us at submissions at broadcastdialogue.com For Broadcast Dialogue the podcast